I ain't never been the loudest in the room The higher the volume, the more imminent the doom Don't play yourself, kid, play the system The US government, the largest walking contradiction Listen, if you wanna see impossible, then look at me My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets If I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten toes solid On the same soil that my grandfathers was walking Know your history Welcome, friend, to Quantum Theory, a podcast solely focused on amplifying Black and Indigenous voices. And that's facts. And that's true. And that's facts. Let's go get them. <laughs> we were in the zone. For those of you that don't know, we always play the theme song before we start to talk. You know, and that just gets us in the zone. And so ours got a little chopped off just then. Right. I have no idea what happened. Because the whole time it plays, you know, I'm trying to think of okay, what, what am I going to say out the box? So it threw me off a little bit. So. <laughs> I just started laughing. I was like, I don't even know. Uh, it was definitely uh, like anyway. one of those record scratch moments like oh who's over there with the dj or like who's over there with the aux cord like who cut off the music <laughs> <laughs> maybe like the universe was looking out because they're like michaela you don't even know what to say so i'm gonna just cut it here and you can awkwardly just talk about how i cut it here and you're welcome <laughs> thank you oh my gosh the way that it like it literally shook my body i was like wait a second it was it was only like what the last like four seconds of the audio track yet it was enough to like be this visceral reaction I was like, I looked up and I was like, what is going on? Boom, yeah. immediate laughter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everything happens the way it needs to. You know, exactly. We got here and we're here. Welcome back and welcome to all of you. Uh, Tots at Pine, which actually I don't even think we've ever, well, potentially have translated that. Um, like, welcome to you, friend. Tots at Pine, Lautiwa. Uh it is good that you have arrived, friend. Uh, so yes, we are happy uh, that you all are here once again. Yes, you guys aren't tired of us yet. <laughs> <laughs> and this is our Paka Update Wah Pilot episode. So our 54th episode, which wild days. Here we are, middle age, nay. Uh, in the 50s. <laughs> uh, if only uh, my grandpa actually called me and my cousin middle age the other day. Uh, so last weekend, uh, we got to celebrate my maternal grandparents. They had their 50th wedding anniversary. So we all got together uh, in Lapway and had this really fun just you know outdoor barbecue in their in their backyard and whatnot. Anyways, my grandpa came up to one of my cousins and I, and he was talking about, uh, he's like, oh, the elders would take too long. Because basically, uh, you know, you you let the elders eat first. Uh, you know, they get in line, they get their stuff first, and then it goes down in age. It's kind of the way that we do things, right? And he was like, yeah, we're going to have to start with the middle-aged people this year. I, I guess that's you guys. And I was like, dang, we're only 35. Yeah, I guess within the family unit, middle age. So, um, yeah, apparently I'm I'm middle aged now, uh, according to my grandfather. <laughs> uh, so I was like, hopefully this is a, a nice wide middle period from like 35 to 55. I'd be down for that being middle aged. Um, <laughs> the 35 itself is the absolute middle. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got too many things to do. Uh, I can't be halfway there yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my dad tried calling me old last week. He was like, because I was like, oh, you know, well, all right, because we were wrapping up a conversation. I was like, all right, well, just thought I'd check check on you, old man. He's like, well, you getting old yourself. I'm like, I got one more year. I'm like, just let me live. I'm 29. Let me just let me just enjoy this, and then we can talk about old next year. Like, just give me just give me this last just a little bit of hope. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on, grace period. I'm still. Somebody angry. else called me old, and I was just like, wait a minute. I swear, you guys are not on on my team. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't need this kind of energy around me. Don't play. No, but I think. I think one thing that really did make me feel old last week is hearing the uh, new generation's name. I believe Generation Alpha. I could be making that up um, because Gen Z, you know, that's always like, oh, those young kids, those Gen Zers. Yet Gen mm-hmm. Z, they're like in their 20s now. Um, 
and in their like late teens and, and teens. So it's like, actually you aren't that young because there are people younger than you who are also mm-hmm. making big decisions and doing things that are influential. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was like, dang, not Gen Z being old now. Mm-hmm. Um, which whew. I know. Yeah. I can't even keep up with all of that. So I don't even try to, to be honest. <laughs> uh, how was your week? What did you get into? What's uh, the excitement? What's the vibes? What's the tea? What's the juice? You know, know. How was your uh, week? well, the girls been be bopping, you know, just left and right. Uh, Spokane to Lapway, Lapway to Spokane, Spokane to Seattle. Now mm-hmm. I'm over here on the coast in my birthplace. Uh, the polarity of my body is just like ringing, uh, you know, because there's like that magnetic pull, right? Um, just gravity itself, magnetism in the world, you know, it's not just some foo-foo stuff. It's actually scientific. Look it up. Um, yet my birthplace is like eight blocks up to that direction. None of you can see. Yeah, I'm pointing from a table. Um, so behind me in that direction, what would that be? Uh, west. Uh, eight blocks west for me is like the physical place where I was born. Um, and so it's dope to like be back in my birth area. Uh, I feel it. Like I feel this rejuvenating, just like energy. Uh, and plus I'm here starting a brand new journey. Uh, I am in rehearsals for a play uh, that was written by John Kaufman. Uh, decades ago, and they are revitalizing it. The uh, Spokane Ensemble Theater is working in cooperation uh, with Red Eagle Soaring, a Native youth theater company over here in Seattle. Uh, And so as a part of our rehearsal process, we are engaging with one another in person here at the Red Eagle Soaring space in Pioneer Square. Uh, And it's been this really cool opportunity to bring me back to the coast and to be participating in an arts-based life uh, where I am rehearsing this one person play uh, according to Coyote uh, following different Coyote tales to tell a larger narrative story Mm -hmm. Uh, and yeah this is this brand new adventure that I am hopping into and we are only on day two of me being here and uh, yeah it's it's been a cool rounding out of my week because prior to that I was over in Lapway like I said celebrating time with my family and the great accomplishment of my grandparents being together for 50 years which I don't even know what 50 years feels like looks like sounds like um yet those two have literally spent that much time together and I'm just like oh my gosh I don't know how you do it that's amazing um it's just the thoughts of relationships and continued and lasting relationships with another person just boggles my mind in general uh yet beyond that got to spend uh, a really great time on the other side of my weekend uh alongside the uh beadwork baddie themselves herself uh Michaela Thompson and uh the incredible crew of uh people that work for indigenous creatives in this amazing event put on the sip and paint there in uh, Seminicumpa, the uh, joining of the rivers Lewiston on traditional and historic and continued uh, Nimipu lands. Um, so yeah, it was a bomb time. Shout out to Dre Slaps coming over from PDX who provided the dopest soundtrack for the event and to everyone that came out uh, it was really cool to catch up and like, you know, rub elbows for a moment, share a few laughs and, uh, you know, even get down a little bit to some of the good songs that were playing. Uh, so, yes, a huge congratulations to you, Meeks, on like throwing yet another uh, amazing and wonderful event and to have your team there to support you is really cool to see. Uh, and yeah, that's that's my week in a rundown. Yeah, that's a full week. <laughs> that's a packed week. I love the energy. I love the positivity. I love the optimism. I love it all. I love I love everything. The whole aura and just going into this with just a full heart and you know, really just enjoying and being present into everything that you do. I think that's always the ultimate goal, which I am lacking right now. So I don't know if you guys want to hear about my sad life. Just kidding. No. <laughs> 
that at all. Not that at all. But um, cool. Yeah, we did have that sip and paint event, and I was mm-hmm. so glad you showed up. Um, it's the second event under Indigenous Creatives, but you know I've been doing this event thing for a minute now. But um, yeah, it turned out really cool. It was our first one, and I'd say it was very, very successful. They're usually kind of like smaller events. Some people do them like on a mass scale, but everyone that came through that door just had a good time and stayed and finished their entire paintings and then some got some good food. Shout out to Agneta and um, I think his name is Maurice, Um, but they have some amazing, amazing New Orleans style food. So it was just really a whole vibe. Um, So yeah, the whole Sip and Paint creatives event was great. And then afterwards, you know, the little clicks turned up just a a smidge. So, you know, it was awesome to be with you, Kellen, and with, you know, so many of our our other friends and new friends. Um, I love Jocelyn. She's definitely (laughs) someone I want to hang out in the future. She's cracking me up like the whole night. So um, it was all good vibes and good energy. And we have a lot of undisclosed I feel like photos and videos that each of us have that we don't know that we have but I got sent a couple the next day and I was like oh lord but (laughs) all fun and all good energy my team did a great job and it was it's awesome just to say that I have a team um but yeah so that was great but um but yeah and so the last episode I believe was the last episode I told you Miss Rona visited me um, yes and so homegirl is just lingering. Her spirit just stayed in this house because I have one symptom that just doesn't want to go away. And I'm just super fatigued and I'm just exhausted. Oh, yeah. Day. <laughs> like, that fatigue will get like, you. Literally just lay down and fall asleep at any time of the day. And I'm like, I don't got time for this. <laughs> like, and being an entrepreneur, it's like you all, you, you, there's never not something that you need to be doing basically for the benefit of your business. And so I'm ready for that symptom to go away because it's only been making me very slow. Um, have a, I wouldn't even say brain fog necessarily anymore. It's just, I'm just slow with everything. Yeah. So everything just like, it's it's just like, I was exhausted during the sip and paint. I'm like, I need to keep my energy up. <laughs> So that's the only thing I'm working through and kind of battling through just a little bit. Um, and again, just being, you know, having your own thing that you're doing. It's just like people could care less about what you're going through. <laughs> you know, it's just like they they need what they need. They want what they want. It's like you have payments to send out, you have um, or you have orders to fulfill or it's just it's just constantly something or emails to answer. And so it's been a juggle. And I'm just trying to be real with everybody about this experience. Um I'm very grateful to have all of the, the the things that, you know, I have kind of created for myself and to even have customers and even to have, you know, people that want to work with me and things like that. And, you know, so far everybody's been great, but um, it is a struggle too of, you know, constantly feeling like waking up, feeling you're not moving fast enough with the amount of work that you have. So that's just kind of have been my experience. Thankfully, you know, I don't have, you know, any worse symptoms. A lot of people have so much more that they're going through once they get, get that. But um, that's the only thing that's kind of been lingering with me is just, I'm just super tired. So again, I'm hoping that kind of goes away. Um, It's just been feeling a little overwhelmed these past few weeks, which I feel like is normal. And, you know, I allow myself to allow myself to feel that. Um, And I didn't realize it. And maybe it didn't really hit me until I was speaking to someone, it was at the Sip and Paint, shout out to Ty. And she goes, you know, I keep up with your stories. I keep up with things you do. And I'm just so proud of you, but when are you going to take a break? And I, and that was the sad part. Cause I was like, probably sometime next month. <laughs> I didn't even have a set time of when I'm just chill. And I'm like, I really just don't know. And I'm like, man, so I really just have been kind of mentally exhausted and physically exhausted these past few weeks, which, you know, I feel like like I'm going to give myself good reason to the old me would be hard on myself and say, you don't have time to be tired. Why are you tired? That's not an excuse, but I'm just, I'm feeling right now. So I'm trying Mm to kind of figure that out. Um, but keeping the train moving, um, and just really just trying to re-strategize and, um, kind of get through that. But otherwise, like everything's been going good. Like this last week was good. We had a successful event. Um, and then, you know, I'm just been playing catch up with emails and things like that. So, um, I've just been really busy. Um, but that's kind of it that's been going on with me this past week. We have some things coming up, but, um, it's really just all preparation. So, so yeah, that's kind of me, but 
we'll see what we'll see what I feel like next week. Hopefully, <laughs> a little bit different. Um, but yeah, so good things. It's just it's taken me a while to get through some of those things, but all good things. But again, I just want to thank everybody who showed up and showed out to the sip and paint. I had so, so much fun. Like the whole, every, it was just all good energy, all good vibes. Everyone stayed like as late as they pop, like could, unless they had another something to go to. Um, everyone was just, was just great. So we had tons of support and I'm glad to, and I'm excited to um, see what show people what we have planned for next year. And I just want to personally thank you, Kelling, for always supporting me. It really just means the most. Just having you in the room was kind of heartwarming and just, you know, feeling like, all right, I'm going to be all right. (laughs) You know, we need more of those people in our lives to where when they come into the room, you just automatically feel like, you know what, it's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. So, um, so shout out to you as well. Oh, well, thank you. I really do appreciate that. Uh, well, you're reminding me, uh, when you said fatigue, it literally gave my body shivers. Cause I forgot about that and how that lingered. It's and that was like, yeah, it was like the first thing that like, I remember experiencing, I remember like however many days after I got done with my like Corona thing. Um, I think it was even like a week after and I was like, okay, finally I've like been like, like chill, chill, even like past when I was like recommended to be chill. I'm going to do my errands. Cause yeah, I got these things to get done, you know, I have different orders and whatnot. Um, and I remember like going out to like the different craft stores, uh, which would usually just be like an easy little romp for me. I'd stop here, stop there, stop at the other. And I remember getting to the second place and my entire energy was just like, it just dropped. And I was like, hopefully I can get through this. And I was like, really concerned Mm -hmm. uh, that I was like something might actually happen to me I was like oh maybe it would be good for me to go back home and not do anything Mm -hmm. uh so yeah when you mentioned that I was like oh I completely forgot about that part how like yeah your body still like it's like in that restorative process Mm -hmm. uh and like how the energy can go down like easy days if it ever is up at any point you know yeah and that was the hard part I was talking to my mom about this last night and it's like okay do I take that as the universe telling me to go sit down somewhere like do you really just sit back and do what your body needs and immediately you're thinking well duh Michaela but like part of me is like well I still got things to do I still you know the world just keeps going you know what I mean and that's the hard part is, okay, well, what do I do? I know what I feel like I probably should be doing. And if I, the thing is for me to just ease up or not even take on too much, or, you know, you know what you're supposed to do deep down. Like if someone was going through the same problem and they brought that problem to you, your words of confirmation, your words of advice, whatever you're going to tell that person that's going through the same thing that you're going through is the same advice you should probably take for yourself. (laughs) But that never really happens with me. So that's the only part that's just been kind of difficult is just, you know, I know what I need, but at the same time, things got to keep pushing. So that's why I'm just kind of in a state of maybe I just need to re-strategize. But my mom was telling me like she knew this guy or she heard on the news that about a guy who, who had COVID and that was his thing. Like he worked out all the time. He physically stayed in shape. Like that's just what he did. So it was an everyday thing. And then he got hit with fatigue so bad to where he basically had to go back into like physical, what is it called? Not rehab, but like, what is it called? Like physical therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Physical therapy and like strength strength training because he just got so weak because he just did not have the energy to do what he normally does. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dang, I mean, I believe it though, you know? I guess this is the the sign is if this is the universe, don't listen to me, but like, <laughs> if the universe is telling you to go sit down somewhere, then maybe you should, or maybe, you know, there's, you know, it's okay. And that's one of the things that I kind of struggle with is just, I'm so used to just taking care of it. Well, I'll just do it myself. You know, it's just yes. easy to do things. It's okay to ask for help or it's okay to give someone some, you know, a little something to do if they're willing to do it. So that's like my lesson in it all. <laughs> yes. Girl, I've been asking for help and accepting help left and right as of late. <laughs> uh, Cause I'm like, yeah, people will say stuff. And, you know, my initial reaction is like, oh, thank you so much. I have it. Or, you know, oh, thank you. No, thank you though. Like I'm good. And now I'm just like, thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you. Uh, literally last night, uh, like I, I walked to my rehearsal is my first day of rehearsal. I walked there and somebody offered me a ride home and I said, yes, thank you. You know, where in my head, I was like fully planning to make the entire trek back home and do all the things. Yet as soon as like help came, I was like, well, let me not refuse it, you know? Uh, and then other things came about too, like other offerings of like, oh, we can help you in this way. We can help you in that way. Thank you. Uh, yeah. It's been this whole like new practice, uh, even accepting compliments. Uh, like yeah. you said such good words just a second ago. And, you know, rather than the usual like downplay or like <laughs> yeah. I have this really good way of like deflecting um, yeah. that has just become so natural to my nat like to, to my conversation and whatnot. Uh, yeah. And now it's like, okay, Kellen, accept and think, you know, just accept and show the gratitude, accept it. Why, yeah. why are we, why are we doing all this extra? Just accept. Uh, so yeah, accepting that help is a major step. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you think about it and it's where it comes from and we can, you know, attest to this and when it comes to black, black families and even native families, it's like, when you think of the black woman, when you think of the native woman, especially at least within our tribe, it's like we carry a heavy weight. It's like we don't even ask to. We don't we don't we don't we just we just do it. I don't even know how to explain it. And I just know watching my mom and her sisters and even my grandmother, it's just like they they just did it. They just did the damn thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like if something needs to be done, even if it's with their car or whether it was just raising their kids, like we're just always on it. It's just like, we just, we just did it. And so um, I think that's just something I think within our cultures that we kind of, it's okay to kind of unpack that a little bit and ask for, ask for help. You know, I think just my, at least, you know, that's why I respect the women in my family so much is because I seen them do so much with their head held, held high that they didn't necessarily have to do it by themselves, but they did it for the betterment of their family, you know? And so, um, that's one, something, I guess that's not necessarily something that we have to change in terms of that mindset of, you know, being confident and having that strength, but strength also is asking for help, you know? And so mm -hmm. that's something that I think I definitely need to kind of learn as well is it's okay to ask for help from time to time. And I think even my mom, just now as she gets older, she's, you know, times are changing and a lot of other realizations that, you know, they didn't have when they were younger, you know, they're having now, and that's completely okay. And then you have some people who are stubborn, who are, well, I seen my mom do, and they use it as a crutch to play the victim in a sense, even though you would think they think that they're doing the complete opposite they're really not, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of being stubborn and saying, well, I'm just going to keep doing it by myself or I'm just not going to ask for help anyway. When realistically, that's not a good mindset because then there's something deeper in there that you're not necessarily addressing. So um, it feels really good, especially to see like people of the older generation. Um, and I say, I don't want to say older. I just, you know, I, I really do commend them for, for, for those that do kind of allow themselves to kind of break some of those habits that they've always had or have seen within their families, you know? And then when it comes to black culture, it's just like, I feel like a black, a lot of the black women, it was just like, they didn't, they didn't have time to, to say no, or you always heard the black, the expression like black women do it better. Or, you know, there's so much to where it's like the black women always had to be that much more mature and handle that much more and kind of run the house and, you know, get the least. I mean, even Malcolm X said the most, you know, disrespected women or least, re least respected woman is the black woman. It's because we, we handle so much and it goes the same for native women. So I think, I think one of the things, and if I can push anything at all, is it's okay to ask for help, you know, and I need to take my own advice at times, but, um, um, it, it's definitely interesting and, and, you know, heartwarming to see that, you know, some people actually have been kind of reshifting that perspective a little bit and actually leaning on their emotions first and realizing, you know, what, I'm tired. I don't have to do this right now. Or, you know, let me ask for help or, you know, or let me change how things have always been. And so there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Okay. <laughs> this is how I know I talk too much because Kellen just probably zones out and he just says, heck yeah. Like, I don't know what she just said, but you know, <laughs> Well, I say heck yeah, because I know listen, listening back, I know this is going to hit me. And 
what a perfect segue because I got to on my trip over from Lapway, excuse me, from Spokane over to Seattle. I got to catch up on um, one of our past episodes. I don't even think I got to finish it, finish it um, yet. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been uh, up to date. I, I, I like listening back uh, again. Like I've told you, like it's always one thing engaging in the conversation with you live yet the way that uh, the conversation hits as a listener is different. Yeah. Uh, and so I always like going back and listening because then I hear something and I'm like, oh, girl, like, ah, oh, yes, you know. Um, and so, yeah, one of the, the episodes uh, from earlier this summer with our return back, um, you were going off about like past experiences and like how they help like build you and shape you and create uh, where you are today and, and the decisions that you make and this and that. And I just remember like listening to that entire section. I actually read it back. I was like, I need to hear this again. So I literally like, I rewound it back like the five minutes just to like, listen to you go off again, uh, because it hit in the moment as I was driving. And I said, uh, uh-uh, one more time, let's, let's do this again. <laughs> my initial reactions were too like, Ooh, ah, Ooh, you know, I was yeah. like, okay, like now that I've heard it and now that I've sensed it, let me go back again and like really like synthesize it. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so no, I I enjoy the moments uh, when you you know you go off and you and you have these uh, journeys uh, because I'm like somewhere in there it's it's giving this great message to to someone else. Okay. Sometimes so I, I just keep going. And so I apologize. <laughs> if I be going and I don't have like a destination, but like I'm like, if I'm not making sense, people are gonna just be like, all right, I'm done listening to this show, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I know exactly what you're talking about because I was driving um when I had a long trip. I think I was driving from Santa Fe to here and to Lapway. Um, and so I was like, oh, let me just throw on one of our episodes. Cause I don't, I, I have admitted this. I <laughs> feel like hearing your voice and whatnot. Weird. But <laughs> um, I listened to, I've been trying to listen to them a little bit more. Plus some of the habits that I realized, like I want to make sure, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I can't explain it, but you know, some of the habits I might have when I'm speaking that I don't like, if I say um too much, or if I'm, you know, just jumping in there too quickly, those are the things that I like to look out for. But I was, I put on an episode, um, on my way way here and it was the same feeling because it's like with us talking now when we're so engrossed into the conversation it's like we're listening and we're taking that in but also we're preparing our responses so that way we can continue you know have that in-depth conversation for the Mm -hmm. listener but when you're listening to it on your own to where you're ready to receive it, you know, and you're not going in there with any preconceived necessarily ideas or notions. It's like, then it hits a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It feels a little bit good. And it felt good. I was like, man, this is kind of like, you know, what's the word? <sighs> the maybe this is where the brain fog comes in because I've been looking for words for the last two weeks that just have not <laughs> appeared. <laughs> but anyway it's it's kind of like soul food in a sense like it warms my soul to listen back to these because I've had that moment with you as well when I really just stopped I'm like all right come on Kellen (laughs) you know I'm processing what you're saying and you know hearing it all flow because I feel like sometimes we'll get going and we can't really remember what we just said four seconds ago because we and so then once we listen back to it it all kind of comes together and it really is just beautiful to kind of you know hear back your experiences again and just hearing it flow in that way so I completely completely understand um understand what you mean but um but yeah shout out to the listeners we still do have (laughs) (laughs) I always say that but you know Kellen does a great job it's it's no critique towards Kellen I mean I don't have podcast experience I come on here you know some days I'm a little passionate than other days and some days you know I'm very receptive (laughs) oh girl you know I have my bads I've been going in sometimes I'm like my bad y'all um (laughs) but I do get it out and that's the thing you guys don't know is like before we sit down and after we sit down, I'll be me and Kellen, we, we talk. <laughs> sometimes we gotta get it out before we get on. Like today was kind of one of those moments. And then, you know, sometimes we gotta, oh, I wanted to touch on this and be, did you know what I was talking about when I had said this? Oh, let me break it down. And then 
that's what we have afterwards. So um, those are a little bit, you know, behind the scenes of QCP, but um, I'll just say it filters of, you know, it's a filter. So that way, when we get on here, you know, we're, we're straight to the point. Exactly. <laughs> I am because your girl. Can <laughs> but, uh, yeah. All good things. Side note. Come on. Um, did you see the little mermaid? Oh trailer. my gosh. Yes. And then now it's just like trending <sighs> all over with like the little black girls watching it. And it just warmed my heart. I was watching those over and over and over again. But yeah, I loved the, <laughs> the little mermaid trailer and to see all of these like social media trends and just see, it just, it really warmed my heart in terms of representation because it, just thinking about like my kids and my future grand, like this is going to be normal for them. And that feels so yeah. that's great. You know what I mean? But then to see some of these kids that know they don't see themselves all the time and to be warmed by that, it's, it's sad, but it's beautiful at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like she's going to kill it. And, uh, you know, already has, we yeah. just are yet to encounter or to experience it, you know? Yeah. Because off the sneak peek alone, it's like, ah, uh, ah, uh, magical. Haley Bailey. I don't know if we brought that up, but basically she's playing from, you know, Chloe and Haley Bailey, um, Haley specifically, she's in the, she's playing Ariel in A Little Mermaid. And so they have a black little mermaid and she has her locks and it's just so that comes out, I think, February, 2023, uh, February or May. And so I'm very I think May. to see that. I'll double check right now though. Yeah. Yeah. Rep- that's why representation is so important, you know, and our little ones need to see themselves out there. So um, that's what basically that we were kind of talking about is just the the amount of representation that's, you know, blooming. Um, it's about time, but we're not going to focus on that. We're just going to focus on the fact that it's here. So. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, and then Google also. Saying, uh, May 26th, 2023. Okay, oh, down to the date. I, I know. know. I was like, okay, my bad. I didn't realize. Uh, also what? Cynthia Erivo and Pinocchio. Oh, that's so right. I just threw Pinocchio on. And I'm, <laughs> this is what I, <laughs> I don't know if you ever seen those like memes or, you know, the Instagrams that you, you probably have seen this one, but like um, it's called the, the page itself is called Embracing Black Culture. I love that. That oh, Instagram page. The absolute but, best. I don't know really. if this is where I see that, but it was just like things black people do. And it was like, okay, you turn on the TV and turn on the fan and then you cover up and roll over to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, I, that's what I did. I put on Pinocchio because I was like, ah, I'm, I'm about to go to bed. Let me put something on. And so I put Pinocchio on, not thinking, I knew it was the human one, but I'm like, whatever. Like, I'll just fall asleep to this. And so then I'm sitting there watching it, like still trying to fall asleep. And then I see Cynthia pop up and I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know she was going to be like the fairy. And that was gorgeous. And she was like, uh, of course, because her voice is amazing. Oh but my gosh, that's another and that iconic Disney song, like yeah. Once Upon a Star. Yeah, it's an, another iconic little, you know, piece that I'm sure that's going to linger, but she did a great job as well. I didn't realize that it came out. I better watch this like immediately. So it came out September 8th. Um, and I think like the major streaming numbers um, are calculated within the first week. So uh, I better watch this like immediately to help contribute to those numbers. Yes. I still haven't finished the whole thing. I like, I put it on to go to sleep. So like the first night I got through like a little, I got through like Cynthia and then the second night I put it on again and then I got to like maybe a third. And so I still need to actually finish it. But I was like, I saw Cynthia. I'm good. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's what I came here for. Uh, also, then, oh, oh, I was going to say, go. just because there is that part in the movie where like things get really weird. I don't know if that's going to happen here in the live action film. Yeah. I just remember like with the cartoon and the boys like being at the carnival at the place and they got like drugged and like turned into like. Oh, <laughs> I didn't get that far. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be the same thing here in the live action film. Yeah. I do remember that part of Pinocchio where I'm just kind of like, uh, that part always like freaked me out a little bit. Um, anyways, continue. There's always some darkness going in behind, you know? Yeah. Well, those earlier, those early ones were really dark. Like Dumbo has like a whole like hallucinogenic area where like, again, there's like hallucin or like hallucinations and like, there's all these elephants and clowns and things at the circus. It was really weird. 
those old, old, those early Disney's, they had those those crazy parts in there. It was like, oh, girl, this stuff got dark and deep. Mm-mm. Yes. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. Oh, like, yeah. And you so, know, exactly. Yeah. I was like, what were y'all on? And obviously, <laughs> it's like, well, we kind of know what they were on. Yet still, it's like, this was your, your children's. <laughs> One meme where like the guy sticking his lips out. Exactly. Like you know what they were on. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what were you gonna say though? Um, yeah, I don't know why I'm just feel like I need a rush of Disney, you know, <laughs> what's going on with Disney right now. But I also watched the Cinderella like reunion, um, the black Cinderella reunion. Oh. <laughs> and that was really good as well. Like Billy Porter was on there. He's trending too of how he see how he sung impossible. impossible. I can't even <laughs> <laughs> I've yes. seen that pop up and it was like it was on one of those black Instagrams and it was like um Twitter saying like you guys don't take things enough sli- you don't you don't take things seriously and it says black Twitter and then it says or no you needed to take you need you need to take things more seriously and then black Twitter has his meme of is it possible <laughs> I was dying I was like bruh but um but yeah that's a really good reunion too and it really it, it's awesome and I guess that's where I kind of tie it all together is just that that bit of representation um in children's films especially like the brand the cinderella um with brandy and Whoopi and whitney like that was my representation growing up like i loved that movie and so now that you know more of that's being portrayed for a lot of the younger generations now is just a beautiful thing so now we still get some natives up in the mix, you know, and we <laughs> no, exactly, which you know, still one of my manifestations to be uh, a part of the team uh, with the with the native uh, Disney classics that are coming through because you know Moana and Coco and mm. uh, what's my Familia Madrigal, um, Encanto and. You know, they got they got all these like amazing things coming through. So I'm like, you know, where's our where's ours? Mm. Uh, and I want to be a part of the team. I want to be in there somewhere, you know, uh, because iconic and trying to be down. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Not even going to go down that road, even though it's problematic because, you know, corporations and all the other things. Yet still, like again the greater good that is coming or like when we focus on the good parts of it all that come out you know yeah um again like this whole representation thing and and seeing all these like young children being like oh my gosh look at the little mermaid she's black oh my gosh she looks like me mama Mm -hmm. look at her oh she's so pretty you know like oh she's so this and that it's like it's amazing to see those changes and again just like building the world that we want to see uh, that is inclusive to so many different other people because uh, we've only, or because certain people's stories have been pushed to the forefront while mm-hmm. other people's stories have been literally excluded and or bastardized, really, you know, uh, taken and tarnished uh, through another lens. Uh, you know, all the Egyptians that we've seen cast and all the <laughs> samurais and other people that we've seen cast where it's not true to the actual uh, source material, yet, you know, a community steps in and claims it and proclaims it to be their own. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even white Jesus, yeah, we don't even need to hop into that. Because uh, <laughs> again, too deep. <laughs> I think of blackish. You ever see blackish when Loretta, De- no, not Loretta Devine. Oh, Lord, she would probably be. Um, ah, why Jennifer am I? Lewis? Like- yes, 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 yes. Lord, forgive me, Jennifer Lewis. But uh, when she's always like, oh, black Jesus. <laughs> That's why I laugh when you said white Jesus, because in blackish, she always says, oh, she always calls him black Jesus. <laughs> yes. Also, shout out to our, our Emmy Award winners, uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph. Yes. Uh, speaking of, you know, uh, Little Black Jesus and the grown one, too, from Abbott Elementary. Iconic line coming out of that. Uh, finally getting her Emmy. Um, one of the original dream girls, uh, along with Loretta Devine. Yes. Uh, yes. yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, so tying it back in. Uh, yeah. Also, Lizzo getting hers. Quinta Brunson, which uh, forever and a day, Quinta, love. Uh, a large, you know, oh, he got money, you know, yeah. going from that to like 
now not only winning her own Emmy, yet putting an icon, Cheryl Lee Ralph, on the main stage once again, because she's been there plenty of times before, yet creating the space for her also to get her Emmy and Zendaya. Um, I haven't watched Euphoria. The only episode of Euphoria that I've ever seen is whatever this latest season was. It was the finale. I was at a friend's house. They put it on. It was like the most like wild episode. Apparently people who actually watched the show were probably like, really, Kellen, that was your introduction to the show. And I'm like, I know girl. Right. Um, because <laughs> it was a lot. Uh, and that's my only exposure to uh, Euphoria itself. Yeah. You know, shout out to the girl. Cause I mean, not only that show, she does so many other things. Um, what was that one drama that she did where it's just like her and her man and it was like dialogue heavy down like it seemed like a single shot movie uh, I'm gonna look it up it's, called. it's on Netflix though and it's like all in black and white I watched yes. it but I wasn't in um Malcolm and Marie yeah I wasn't in a place to really sit down and pay attention because that's when I think you have to pay attention to just yes. on how they filmed that but um but yeah it I heard it was absolutely amazing. With John David Washington. Yeah, they acted down. And uh, uh, I love those dialogue-heavy movies. Um, You know, especially with, like, Black and brown bodies and and people and spirits, like, carrying the entire drama and the entire narration. Uh, It's super inspiring. Uh, And I'm just like, ah, it's, uh, it's just, it's amazing. So I'm like, yes, let them act. Um, Seriously. You know, it, it's beautiful to see. So shout out to all those people as well. Um, and yes, I'm so excited for Hallie to, to tear down uh, as Ariel um, because her voice is pure gold. I don't know if you got to see her Disney performance. I think it was last year when she sang uh, Wish Upon a Star, when you wish upon a star, like whatever Disney event they had. And it was like, I remember Twitter were going up because it was like, see y'all, the absolute princess voice down. Like there is no denying. Uh, And other people behind the scenes of this like new release have just been saying, wait until you get there. Like wait until you actually see what's about to happen because it is mind blowing. Uh, So yeah, just hella excited for all of it. Yes. And then also... Speaking of representation, another time, um, another thing that has happened, if you guys haven't heard yet, is there's going to be a Native woman signature on U.S. currency, on new U.S. currency. So her name, I don't want to butcher it. Um, I don't want to butcher her Indian name, but her she goes, her name is Marilyn or otherwise known as Lynn Malerba. She is a part of the Mohegan tribe. And her signature eventually is going to be on some new monies for our for our country. So I'm not positive positive on which, you know, specific bill it's going to be on. Um, I'm not sure if they necessarily know either, but if it is out there, I don't have that bit of tea. But I that is something that's kind of huge within Native country right now as well. That's been kind of been um being put out there. So I'm excited to see where that goes. And um, I know Deb Halen was a little emotional during that signing and, you know, I don't blame her. So that's another piece of representation, I guess that's for, for us as well. So congrats yeah. to her. And the future is just looking bright for, for all of us, you know, for especially yeah. for us black natives out here. We're really, right. <laughs> you know, we're getting that bit of representation here and there, and we're only can hope that we see more specifically to us, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, a little more black native representation specifically, but either way, we feel very comfortable comforted by all the representation that's going on right now and the success. So that's, that's very, very awesome to see. Yeah. Uh, Mary Patola, uh, the first Alaska native who was elected to Congress was sworn in yesterday. Uh, so yet another, uh, bit of amazing representation, especially coming out of, uh, Alaska, you know, she's serving as the U S representative for Alaska's at large congressional district, uh, which is just like brilliant. You know, um, I, I got to see a tweet is like, um, Mary Sharice Davis and, uh, uh, native Hawaiian, I don't remember his name right now yeah it's you know just like uh these different natives from different areas uh being like yep we're in uh major government y'all let's go you know and then along with you know uh secretary auntie deb uh holland and yeah just like i don't know if you saw the uh how she's been working on getting a lot of the federal sites to remove um a slanderous name um 
So it's it's a a, a, a word, uh, it's a derogatory word uh, meant towards uh, indigenous and or native women that begins with an S that mm-hmm. uh, is in a lot of the federal sites uh, across uh, the country. And that's like one of the major bills that she's been working in and then getting that um, in motion has been amazing. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, again, it's just like it's so upsetting when you go to these places and you still see these things. Uh, yeah. It's just like, gosh, darn it. Like. It's 2022. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, great things in general and awesome that there is an expansion uh, and everything, you know, uh, not only that, like uh, the work uh towards reconciliation and the investigations in the boarding schools across the country. You know, people who are actually in the places of power to bring light to these things that we've been saying forever and these things that still affect us to this day. Um, And again, uh, shout out to even one of my relatives um, who I saw them posted or yesterday. Yeah, yeah, they were posted uh, on socials yesterday uh, giving a speech before uh, their volleyball uh, game there in Lapway, uh, speaking out about the history of uh, of boarding schools, residential schools, uh, and not only um, shedding light on the history of it all, yet discussing how it is currently affecting, um, you know, not only survivors, yet the descendants of survivors to this very day and it's just like come on youth uh so it's really great to see it on both ends you know uh and to be sandwiched there in the middle being like let's go uh, so yeah another random ramble yeah oh no not at all <laughs> and definitely well noted i think it was it's not like you're not saying anything that we definitely need to hear so we, the difference between my rambles and your rambles is you're actually you know doing something for the culture and i'm just in my field so <laughs> just kidding. no that's absolutely amazing everything that you know that they're doing and you know it's all a process and i think that was something that even when obama was in office specifically it was like people were mad because he wasn't making immediate change immediate changes but what they're a lot of people weren't realizing was like he's cleaning up a lot of the mess that was already done in order to even make moves and it's the same thing you know coming with Deb Halen I'm sure she's just doing so much that she needs to clean up and even the little things into verbiage that we shouldn't even be using anymore you know and it was that mm-hmm. little bit of stuff it's like that's all big stuff and so a lot of seeing the now that seeing a lot of these things coming into fruition in a great direction it's a beautiful thing to watch so um all good stuff all good stuff yeah, step by step, uh, because there is so much to work through. I know, I already know. I wanted to I sing it so know. bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Speaking of like uh, the with the, the Little Mermaid stuff, uh, did you see the one with the girl? She goes, "Is that Whitney Houston?" I did. That was so weird, little white girl. And yeah. so I was waiting because I seen all the reactions. She was hella of black girls. Yes. Uh, I was yeah. like, oh, great. She's about to say, is she black? Or, you know, bring up totally her race. But then we know, was that Whitney Houston? Like, her little country accent. I was like, yeah. girl. <laughs> she said, y'all, I'm about to fool me today. That sounded too much like Whitney. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> said, Wait a minute. I wanted, I wanted to share it to my story, but you don't get to the whole punchline to like 20 seconds later yeah, and I it's was deep. like it's what? deep in the video you it have to wait deep. for the very last seconds and then That's it's like okay it so there's good, the punchline got it okay boom the whole, the whole thing I'm sitting here thinking this is what she about to say she's about to say some racist ass <laughs> shit this little girl was raised by this family down south like and then she says that and I was like oh my god I like laughed out loud and then just kept scrolling <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was iconic. Oh, was that Whitney Houston? I, I I'm gonna have to listen to it again to like actually imitate it properly because I'm not I'm not hitting the right emphasis on the delivery. Yeah, if you do get a chance to go out and see that one, it's ridiculous. Uh, so pure, so genuine, uh, so amazing. And then I'm loving again how then now people are like taking it and flipping it. So now it's like, you know, different side eye memes and being like, oh, is that Whitney Houston? Uh, you know, just like where it's going to go. I have no idea yet. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I saw like, I saw a photo of of Hallie, like on the beach, 
production, like in kind of like her like Little Mermaid uh get up and it was like behind the scenes of Whitney Houston at you know Little Mermaid recording whatever I don't know I just like love like how then it turns into like a whole thing where it's just Mm -hmm. like uh people are hilarious uh yeah Uh, well, beautiful. Uh, I think we've taken a good number of steps in this step by step of steps to be taken. Okay, bars. Um, not at all yet. Just trying to do a little Def something. Poetry dream. What we <laughs> I love that poetry dream. Oh, I love the uh, showing of it on the Proud Family when uh, Penny Proud was in competition with her very best oh, friend, yeah. Dijanae, uh, <laughs> and they were doing their poetry slams. Uh, who was, there was, oh my gosh, I don't know why it's escaping me here at the moment, um, yet they had a special guest on on that episode as part of the, I'm just Googling right now. Who was the guest? Oh, Common, uh, the rapper. Yeah, yeah. He was like the person on there that day, which again, shout out to the 90s and I guess technically early 2000s when they used to bring on the Black celebrities for that key uh, cameo in the show where it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm tuning in for this because so-and-so is about to be on it. Or you get that little performance, you know? they did that on their new ones as well, the new Proud Family episode. I still yeah, like, haven't watched. Really, it. it's actually really good. And Kiki is kind of like one of the main characters, which is cool. But they still bring on like Lizzo, and they have they have it's still the same. Come on, yeah. They said if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, they did take out Eddie, and we all know why. But, <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, it's great. That part, ooh, <sighs> yes. Uh, well, boom. Ew, I said, I was about to say dope and bomb at the same time. Gruel, nay. Uh, <laughs> for my main girls out there. Uh, I don't even, how do, boom. What did I say? Boom. It don't matter. Um, it's done. Gruel, I uh, hope you all have an amazing week. And uh, same to you. Yeah. Boom. There we go. Boom. we want to thank everybody for tuning in today as always it's a pleasure to be here with my crew simply talking our black native talk like we do there's a whole lot more for us to discuss though so stay locked in you can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com and feel free to send in any topics questions or small business shout outs to our socials and you might just hear us discuss it on air our ig handle is at quantumtheorypod you can also find us on facebook.com backslash quantum theory. So be kind to yourself out there. Know that you're a boss and drink plenty of water. Kotskiyapi hechnu. See you next time.